I remind you, 007, that Blofeld's dead. Finished. The least we can expect from you now is a little plain, solid work. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the 007 Minute, where each and every other day, we go over one minute of one of the greatest uh, Sean Connery-era uh, Bond movies, the 1971 Guy Hamilton-directed feature, Diamonds Are Forever. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm host number two, Mark Cerulli of Illuminar.tv. And today, we're honored to have no guests. It's just us. Yay. It's just us. We can continue the nonstop patter by ourselves. And we can we can have uh, Jill St. John to ourselves. Well, except for Sean. Uh, but we're deep in uh, minute 20. And we're looking at uh, a young girl in a in a bra and panties uh, dusting uh, for a nice little nothing. She's almost wearing. Yes, exactly. She really knows how to handle it. And she's got she's got like a little Polaroid camera and stuff. But she's she's dusting for prints. Let's let's talk a little bit about fingerprints. Now, fingerprints are you know still one of the major ways of identifying people who are you know culprits, perpetrators. Doesn't quite work like the way it does here on the thing, but it's uh, basically what you do is you're theoretically everybody has a different. A different fingerprint. 50% of the time, they can usually identify uh, people by their fingerprints if they have another copy of a fingerprint. So it's pretty good detection level. You can find uh, what she's doing here is called uh, looking for latent prints, prints that you leave behind somewhere rather than having somebody ink a print and then, uh, then stare at something. She the, the dust she's putting on is a fine powder. Typically, she's kind of using the wrong kind of powder the uh, the typical powder is made out of lamp black, which is soot, carbon soot, hmm. and uh, that picks up uh, the oils and moisture in the skin, lightly dusted over. And what she's doing when she brushes it is to brush away the excess. Uh. So the uh, the carbon sticks to the oily parts that you left on the glass. And there's a nice little uh, plug for Estee Lauder there. Yeah, yeah, on Estee. The table. Estee Lauder. We can talk a little bit about her too. This is a nice uh, two two items there. She's got that uh, cleansing oil to the right, the Estee Lauder and the big jug. Mm. Oh, okay. Then there's the uh, the cover up makeup of Estee Lauder there on the left. Estee, or uh, as she was originally known, Josephine Esther Menser from uh, Corona Queens. Mm. Uh, she she was a uh, she was a Hungarian uh, or her, she was the children of Hungarian immigrants. They lived in Queens. Her second husband was a shopkeeper and. Uh, her mother was her mother's uh, second husband was was her father, so it's not her, her second. It's not a stepdad. She used her middle name. Her middle middle original name was Josephine, but they everybody used to call her Esther by her middle name. Uh, and then when she got to high school, she was she wanted to be all French and stuff, so she changed she changed her name from Esther to Estée and put a apostrophe on you know over over the uh, a little accent a goo to uh, make it look more French. So she went with that. Ah. She worked in her family's hardware store where she liked. She found out that she liked selling stuff. She had a uh, uh, an uncle who was a chemist who who made different kinds of uh, lotions and things like that. And she figured out she could sell it to uh, local beauty parlors. You know, you can take a gallon jug of stuff for for you know two bucks right. and put it in little tiny jars and sell them for twenty dollars. Hmm. So uh, she figured out the whole profit yeah. motive there and. and- uh, my connection to this scene is uh, I went to a pretty, uh, 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 how would you say it? Uh, snooty upper yeah, class. Yeah, snooty. <laughs> snooty. Uh, well, it was, it was, it was a I went to a place. snooty upper class high school with you. So we're- oh, well, I, okay. So I went to, uh, uh, and a lot of the uh, one percenter kids went there. And one of them was uh, 
Estee Lauder's grandson, uh, William. We called him WP back in the day. Very nice guy, and I remember, have vague memories of going to their apartment. They had a massive apartment, uh, I think on Park Avenue, and, and, you know, play date type thing, and... And I recently saw him uh, a couple of years ago. There was a reunion, and I went, and uh, they reintroduced me to him. And he was very nice, you know. I don't think he remembered me, but I sure remembered him. I mean, yeah. man, the, the kind of people. <laughs> I, I went for a play date at some guy's family brownstone, and his last name began with a B, and there was an embossed B in the private elevator. I never forgot that. So I came home. I'm like, hey, where's our uh, private elevator, you know, with an embossed C? And to which my dad said, why don't you shut the hell up? <laughs> shut up, he explained. Yeah, shut up, he explained. That's right. That was one of his favorite phrases. <laughs> Obviously, they. this is a great little bit of product placement. And uh, yeah. I, I don't know who's going to notice the two seconds that it's on the screen. It's like, oh, look, Jill St. John uses Estee Lauder to get rid of all the right. unsightly freckles. Right. So uh, she dusts for prints somehow and uh, mm. ineptly wipes off the – and now I'm assuming that's like a podium powder, which is a waterproof uh, stuff yeah. made out of a plant matter. And I love um, that uh, so it, Bond is just casually going through drawers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What's here? What's in this? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, he he gets his glass of uh, what was she pouring him? I don't remember. Oh no no no, he poured it. I new, think it was. Uh, I don't know. Doers, Doers, yeah. It was Doers. It was Doers. Yeah, he had a glass of scotch, un uncharacteristically. Although maybe he knows that's what Peter Franks drinks. Although they've never met, so it doesn't really yeah. matter. So uh, she she puts the <laughs> rather unhygienically grabs <laughs> grabs onto the the ice and drops it in it. But I'm sure the scotch killed whatever bacteria she had. So. He comes out and she mentions that she doesn't dress for the hired help. Yeah, that's a great line. Is he the hired help or she just likes wandering around in little nothings? Brought him in just to smuggle the diamonds. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Do you know Sean Connery's birthday? It is uh, August 25th, I believe. Ah, so he is lying here. Uh, According to this, he was born April 15th, 1932, according to, or Peter Franks was, let's put it that way. Peter Franks was uh, April 15th, 1932. Yep, August 25th. The man is 87. And still with us. Hooray. Yeah. Uh, God bless Sean yeah. Connery. I mean, well, you know, no, no, uh, not to take away from Roger or any of the other Bonds, but he was my Bond for sure. Yeah. Um, he does, and it looks, he can look smashing even in a, even in a, a one-off uh, passport photo. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's great. It's just scowling into the camera. <laughs> Theoretically, thirty nine, five, six foot two. Although that's that's a bit of a yeah. I, I would think Sean's taller than that. No, he was he he is, is six he? two. Okay, no, he's six two. Yeah. It's amazing the banter that they they go on here and banter. So he puts he puts the uh, he puts the passport back in his pocket and uh, back to uh, uh, watching watching her uh, fade off into the distance as she gets changed. Yep. Uh, well, actually, yeah. <laughs> Surely he doesn't. He doesn't hear any noise of uh, ripping uh, Polaroid pictures and mm. uh, large. Uh, yeah, and everybody has a gigantic uh, machine in their hutch, in their armoire. Yeah, in their armoire. Yeah. Uh, as far as I can tell, there is no. Uh, there is no company called FXL. Um, maybe there was back in the day. Yeah, it's whatever it is. They didn't wind up on the internet. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but imagine the the, the uh, armoire. Check fingerprints, and you can store your clothes. Yeah, ready to roll. A beautiful old land camera there from uh, from the '60s. I'm, I'm assuming that it's a it's a land a 250 land camera. Yeah. Back in back in the day, Polaroid was our you know the equivalent of a digital camera. Yep, 
Yeah. And uh Yeah, young people don't get that. Although didn't didn't ha- hasn't Polaroids made a comeback? Sort of a comeback? No, there well, people have come up with their instant camera uh knockoff equipment, but uh, Polaroid Corporation uh long ago died. It just it, it went away. It like was, so many others, Pan Am, TWA. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, but Polaroid, the whole company for, formed by uh, Ed, Edward. The reason it was called the Land Camera was because of Doctor Ed, Ed, Edwin Land, mm. and he originally had started by coming up with polarizing. I mean, wh- why it's called Polaroid is because of polarizing uh, plastic polymers that he had come up with. You could you could take a piece of uh, of this Polaroid pol- polymer, turn it ninety degree angles mm. to another piece of itself, and it would block out the light. So you could have adjustable basically adjustable sunglasses hmm. you know he made a fortune on that during during world war ii it was used a lot in uh, in sunglasses and aircraft uh, and of course the polaroid line of sunglasses was, everybody we knew had a had sunglasses like that back in the 60s and 70s you, you had to have polaroid glasses because they they would block out all the sun the sunlight right and then uh and now you have sunglasses costing 300 bucks a pair which you never yeah. would have thought of back then <laughs> <laughs> 9.99 was was like the top. Land came up with the idea that it was either his daughter or his granddaughter who uh, they had taken a picture with a with a Kodak brownie camera, and his daughter, his uh, granddaughter, I think it was, asked her, "Why can't we see the pictures now?" And he's like, "Yeah, why can't you see the pictures now?" So he came up with the idea of making dry chemicals that you could put on top of a print that would have a developer. Um, a stop bath and a fixer all in one and do it in 60 seconds. That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. So the, uh, so the Polaroid, the, you know, he came up with Polaroid film here. It is at its height of its popularity. 71 by 70, 78 was the peak. Mm. And by uh, 2001 bankrupt. So what a, uh, what a story arc. Wow. Jeez. Anyway, so she's checking out the, <laughs> fortunately she has a gigantic processing facility and she has Peter Frank's fingerprints on, on hand. For, Real for uh, fingerprints. Yeah. yeah. On Don't file. know who that really is. Who's thing that was probably the, uh, the guy that was the head of special effects. Like this is way before the internet. So what did she have? Like a, a, a whole database yeah. loaded into yeah, the, please, the armoire. Please send me a picture. Right. Of Peter Frank. Here are all the smugglers working yeah, in Europe. And I'm sure today. all the smugglers were very happy to provide their fingerprints to each other. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be, it would, might have been better if they if she opened you know sw- swung her clothing aside and there was a bunch of severed fingers, yeah. and then she can just kind of go through yeah, them like an abacus. This go, oh, this one, show. yeah, this yeah. one, <laughs> a little dried out. You know, dip it in the mm. dip it in the glass. Anyway, we, we go crazy trying to figure out how how all the background of this works. But let's let's try this next time. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about where where she, what she's doing and how you know she obviously comes up with yeah that's peter franks but we'll, we'll talk about that mm-hmm. next time uh for folks listening in if you'd like to join us in the conversation please join us always out on the big site 007 minute bring up the previous episodes you can chat about stuff on our facebook site which is uh, operation grand slam out on facebook just look for operation grand slam we're there find us on twitter 007 minute uh, and of course we're always available on iTunes and Google Play please leave us a great review on iTunes uh, that always helps uh, more people listening and uh, trying to decide whether or not they want to keep listening to our show <laughs> uh, but we'll, we'll let's 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 leave this for for next time we'll be back uh, as soon as as soon as we send out another one of these which is probably going to be about 2 days until next time let's just say Bert Saxby Bert Saxby yeah tell him he's fired <laughs>